Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, it's Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and welcome to another episode of Be Unique's Unscripted, where we talk to artists, musicians, performers, and business professionals. My name is Tony Taylor, I'll be your host for this evening. You know, you could spend your Thursday nights anywhere, and we are excited you're spending it with us. The conversation is cool, it's calm, and it's casual. You can also be a part of the conversation by dialing 516-418-5651. Now, before we begin, let's talk about why you need to get on your phone and go to BeUnique.org. That's B-U-N-E-K-E.org. Here's what Be Unique is all about. Our mission is to work today to change tomorrow using digital mediums to connect the world with professional storytelling and media production. We work to educate, inspire, and foster positivity and creativity worldwide through video, audio, and a spectacular literary magazine featuring writers from around the world. The newest Be Unique magazine is out right now, and you can read it online along with Be Unique Brevard magazine, the Space Coast premier magazine. Be Unique is also a media powerhouse. Not only do you get this incredible podcast hosted by me, Tony Taylor, but 11 other shows. So sit back. Get comfortable and get ready to dial 516-418-5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. Tonight on Unscripted, and I am extremely excited because this is a very, very special night because we have a very, very, very special guest. Uh, tonight, joining me as my co-host, I have Mary Brotherton. She is the president of Be Unique, and uh, we're going to be having some interesting conversation tonight. Uh, Mary, good evening. What? How are you? What? Uh, what what kind of answer was you? that? I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> Boy, you're a whippersnapper tonight. i tell you what. <laughs> what did you have for dinner, and may I share? Uh, yeah, I had, um, I guess you'd call it sauteed onions, carrots, and zucchini with wow. avocado toast. Wow, and all that, all that is putting you in the mood you're in. <laughs> That's great. I got to try that myself. It, it's good. It tastes really good. No, no spices, no salt, just the vegetables themselves making each other flavorful. It sounds that way. Well, Mary, we want to welcome you to the show. And I, first off, you know, I'm I'm listening to the the uh, the opening, and um, it says inspire, and that to me is such a powerful word. Um, what I want to talk about is is you know, be unique is not only designed to inspire, but it's also designed to educate. But you know, inspire is such a powerful word. So. Being that you are the writer, editor, and president of Be Unique, why don't you talk to us a little bit about what inspiration means to you? Huh. Interesting. You, do you know what the word inspire means? I know what it means. It means to excite, what? to excite, to motivate, um, to uh and, uh, God, to inspire. So sit back, get comfortable, and get ready to dial 516-418-5651 with your questions, comments, and whatever else you may want to say. Let's meet our guest. Okay, remember that theory I had last week when I told you what yeah. I thought it was? Yeah, I went out the window. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, so we were having an inspiring conversation. You just need to redo the intro. I'll I'll bet you. I'll I'll give you my theory of what's happening. The the audio has the 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 official introduction. Yeah. And then there's a gap that wasn't edited out. You know what? And that repeats somehow. You know what? 
let's talk about intelligence. <laughs> because that is exactly probably what the problem is. Yay! Boy, we have solved the unscripted mystery. It is done. It's a done deal. And all it took yeah. all it took was to have you come in and co host. So when hey, I tell you what, you gotta, I'm gonna, gotta do what you gotta do. Calling you Saturday night. So for let me, numbers, let me, go, I'm telling let me you. go back to inspire. The the definition yes. you gave is accurate. I mean you basically are filling someone else. Right. You know, you you can be inspired, but you also can inspire other people. But that means you have the urge or ability to do something. Typically it's something creative, but not always, you know. Um I used to inspire my kids with a wooden spoon to do their chores. Uh, <laughs> well, the, there's the, an inspiration. The wooden, sp- the wooden spoon was their inspiration to not have it on their butt, so they would do Are you sure you don't have too. that confused with motivation? No. no the wooden spoon? I, I inspired them very oh, okay. easily. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I filled them with the urge to do their chores <laughs> okay. so that they didn't have... But the other, the other definition, actually, I believe I could be wrong. I believe it comes from no. the Greek language, but okay. I could be. I told my husband today. No, no, oh, no. man. Let me, let me, I, 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 I'll give you a little segue, as I always do. I was making dinner, <laughs> well, this and happens, I told folks. my husband, I said, you know, I haven't been right today. And I said, no, wait, wait. I haven't been what? wrong today. <laughs> but... I haven't felt right in the head. And I said, no, that's not what I'm trying to say either. Careful, <laughs> Mary. I, I, You're going down a road here. <laughs> I'm going down the rabbit hole. Now, my, my grandmother used to say I had a case of the mully grubs. You ever hit, yeah, have you ever had the mully grubs? No, I, 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 what is the mully grubs, Mary? You're really, eh, you're it, really it, stretching my definitions here. Go ahead. Oh, man. Well, let me go Molly back grubs. to Inspire. Then I'll get back to Molly okay. Grubs. I, I go bounce. <laughs> you you <laughs> better go back to, to Molly Grubs because I need to know what this is. Okay. Okay. The, the, uh, to inspire means to breathe air into something. Inspire. It brings the spirit in. It's like inhale. So... When you asked me who inspired, you know, to, to talk about inspiration, I took a deep breath automatically without even thinking about it. However, uh, I, I could go on and on and on about inspiration. Well, that's what we would and like you to do because, well, no, I'd first like I have to, to I have to have to do my segue again, but go back to uh, where uh, I was, okay. to the mully grubs. Okay. And I, I don't know if that's a, a country definition. Um, I think it's an old English term, but um, I, I don't know. But it, in its truest sense of the word, it means you're despondent, got the blues, you're kind of sullen. The way my grandmother meant it was kind of ill-tempered or, eh, I'm just not myself today. And for me, I, I don't know, I spent... Early part of the morning, I realized at some point, well, I haven't been on my computer yet. I haven't done any Be Uniqueing today. And what? I think once I started working with Be Unique, it was just one of those days. One chore led to another chore to another chore that had to be done. And my cat got sick twice, and I could hear him uh, ralphing somewhere, and I couldn't <laughs> ever find where he ralphed. Well, we know he who's running the house. This, okay. Well, he does this thing that basically is dry heaves. He's 18 years old. He's an old cat. So he does these dry heaving type things and kind of spits on the floor. And that's fine. I go clean it up if I can find it. (laughs) So when that happens, that kind of brought me down because I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to probably step in this later. The minute I take off my shoes, I'm going to step in it. and not. That's one of the worst things you can do. That and hot dog poo. But um, actually, I think hot cow poo is worse. I've done that as a child because I never, my parents almost never bought us shoes during the summer. Um, There were eight of us. So they didn't want to buy shoes for all eight of us. And um, 
I think we had a pair of probably open toe sandals we wore to church every Sunday so that we didn't have to worry about our toes sticking out. But anyway, I had the mully grubs today. I just didn't feel right. Nothing was nothing was wrong, but nothing was okay. right. And then when I sat down and started doing Be Unique, I started feeling better. Well, and that's what Be Unique's all about. I mean, and, and yeah. that segues, let me segue for a moment and say, you know, what, you know, with that in mind, what was the inspiration for you to get together with who, with Miss Jennifer West and start developing what Be Unique's all about? <laughs> I'm looking for inspiration here, Mary. Come on, don't laugh. Don't laugh. I'm looking for inspiration. What is Jennifer's name? Jennifer East. Yes. Yes. Did I say West? Oh, man. You did. I'll tell you what. You you changed directions on Jennifer, and you made me a cup of soup. I did. Absolutely. Now, 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 but 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 see, you got the idea. You got the idea. What was the inspiration for you and Miss Jennifer North? <laughs> no, seriously, what was the inspiration for Be Unique? And did this did this come from an area in your life that was missing earlier? Oh well, you know it's interesting. Very very good question. Um, Jennifer and I had worked. Together. That's Jennifer East, yes. Jennifer East. Yes. She and I had worked together many years ago, uh, prior to 2011, because that was, I want to say, 2012 was when I moved to South Carolina to take care of my mom. And But Jennifer and I had worked off and on for quite a while, probably from 2009 to 2011 or 12, whatever. And... We we created a film together called Fragile House, which was really nice. I enjoyed working on that with her a lot. Um, Jennifer and I, we didn't. It was interesting. We worked. She was the uh, graphic artist, the designer, the creative director. I was the editor for another magazine, and uh, uh, excuse me, it was another newsletter. The point, though, is we were busy. We didn't talk to each other very much at all. We just we talked to each other whenever we needed to, but it was always business. And one day I walked into her office. Out of the blue, she looked at me. She said, Mary, can you cry on cue? I'm like, just <laughs> uh, a weird question. Why would she ask me that? Yeah, that's just so strange. So what I did is I just kind of, I looked at her and I said, I don't understand. Why would you ask me that? Who in their right mind would ask another woman if she can cry? Why, and I just started boohooing and tears were falling out of my eyes. And uh, I mean, I'm the middle child of eight. So, yes, I can cry on cue. Are you kidding me? Easy. One of the easiest things I did as a child was cry. I was the family crybaby until the youngest in the family was born. He's, uh, let's see, he must be pushing. How old am I? He's probably 57. I have to think of how old I am versus how old he is. I'm guessing he's 57, and he still cries. He still cries, but um, and, and it doesn't have to be a sad event. He'll cry at anything that's remotely emotional. So Jennifer said, "You remind me so much of my grandmother, and I think you'd be great in my film I'm doing about her." I'm like, "Okay." Turns out Grandma was cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh boy! Jennifer <laughs> didn't tell you that at the time. No, she, she didn't tell me that until I saw the no, script. No. Uh, uh, grandma, grandma was had dementia, uh, so it, it was a lot of fun. Um, I got to sit in her very nice warm bathtub, fully dressed. 
Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. It, it wasn't that kind of okay. I got it. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, I had to pretend that the warm water was freezing cold because supposedly I'd sat in the, in the tub all day long till the kids came home from school. Anyway, um, Jennifer and I had worked for this other organization, and Jennifer moved away. Well, actually, I moved away first. I moved to South Carolina. And I remember so clearly, I, I made sure that Jennifer had everything she needed to put the next issue of the newspaper together. And she told me, I don't understand, but this is so much easier than when you worked in the office. I said, because I made sure it was going to be. Because there were right. always, there's always interruptions in a, a nine-to-five job, in a, any day job. Right. So shortly after... I don't know how long Jennifer stayed in that organization, but she moved to California with her daughter, Anna, who was pursuing acting. And Anna is now acting still. Uh, Just not out in Hollywood. She's acting in Hong Kong for the moment. Um, Wow. Okay. Yeah. She works works for Disney Hong Kong out there. And uh, I was with my mom almost three years. So I think Jennifer was out in California about two to three years. We both came back to Florida. Uh, we kept up with each other, kind of, sort of, but not really, on Facebook. We knew about each other kind of thing. But when we got back to Florida, we started reconnecting a little more tightly. And when Jennifer was in Los Angeles, she created a magazine called Act Like a Child which was geared toward child actors and their parents and managers because she had a child who was an actor. Right. And Jennifer wanted to share some of the the pitfalls, the words of wisdom, the advice. And Jennifer was a um, a casting director, I think, (laughs) casting agent. Okay. She she worked with, with actors and she helped them get to auditions and things of that nature. So um, she asked me, would I mind, would I be able to volunteer my time editing for her magazine? I said, sure. I wasn't doing terribly much. I mean, I was grieving my mom still. She passed away. So I needed something to occupy my time. Editing is great for that, for me. So About a year later, Jennifer and I were talking about the magazine, and we had noticed a trend where a lot of the adults were trying to get into the Act Like a Child magazine. And she and I both decided that that just didn't make a lot of sense. So together, mostly Jennifer, I I say I was together with her, but I didn't really. I just said, hey, why don't you create a magazine called Act Like a Pro? And so she did. So she, we worked on these two magazines. Um, Jennifer found the stories. She sent them to me. Jennifer did then what I'm doing now. Right. She found the stories. She sent them to me to write or then to edit. And then she did, moved on. And she did this for a couple of years. Uh, I don't remember how many. But anyway, at some point prior to... I guess it was 2016, 2017, I started working uh, as a publicist and events coordinator for another nonprofit. It was an animal sanctuary. And I was only supposed to be the publicist. However, when I got my first business card, it said publicist and events coordinator and fundraiser. And I'm like, oh, it's not really what I signed on to do as a volunteer. So we were both volunteering for this organization. I was doing all of their events. I was uh, doing a lot of stuff. We were having like uh, 5Ks and um, golf tournaments, things of this nature. And I was coordinating all this. And I needed flyers. So I asked Jennifer, would she mind creating a flyer for me? She didn't mind a bit. So we um, 
met up at the sanctuary. We got to love up on some animals, and Jennifer decided she wouldn't mind volunteering her time working for them as well as their designer. But it, the more we did, the more that was expected and the least amount of appreciation we got. And by the way, Tony, uh, as the president yes. of Be Unique, I want to make it officially known that I do appreciate you if oh, you don't you. know that already. Thank you so much. Very Mary. much appreciate the efforts that you put in for this organization. Thank you. Um, Thanks a lot. We very seldom got an girl. We mostly got kicks in the butt. Hurry up. I need this. That was my last job. Yes, I understand completely. One day I was having some issues with the way I was being mistreated. And I told, I didn't real, I, I internalize things differently, I guess, than most people or else I'm just plain stupid. And I know I'm not stupid, but I remember telling Curtis after dinner one night that I was going to go find myself a good psychiatrist. And he just looked at me like I was, you know, sprouting extra appendages or something. And he said, why? (laughs) I said, because I think I need a prescription for, I don't know, Valium or Xanax or uh, Adderall. I don't know. I need something. No, you don't want it. No, no, Mary, you don't want Adderall. (laughs) I don't want any of it. I don't want any of it. Tony, I am the fattest granola girl you'll ever meet in your life. I eat healthier. What did I tell you I had for dinner tonight? You told me, uh, well, I remember there was was asparagus involved. No. No? Okay. Mm -mm. Sorry, my short term. I had had avocado on sourdough Uh, toast. Wow. And carrots. Onions and zucchini sautéed. That's right. That's right. There's no Doritos Uh, in your life. Okay. Oh, hell. Oh, no. Okay, I'm just, I was, I was just, okay, relax, relax. Yeah. Think avocado, think avocado. Okay. I, I ate, I eat healthy. I really do. Um. But that doesn't mean that I look healthy. But anyway, my my point to all that is, um, oh, oh, the other thing is I use Chinese herbs. I don't use prescription medicine. Okay. I have have people that do that. Yes. I have an appointment to see a dermatologist because my Chinese doctor said, you need to go get that thing on your nose looked at. Okay. And I said, can't you fix it? He goes, no, you need to go to a dermatologist. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, I use a dentist. But other than that, you know, I don't go to Western medicine. I, I just don't. So for, for me to tell Curtis that I needed some kind of antidepressant. That was a big step. Yeah. He said, how about instead of looking for psychiatry, why don't you just quit working for that sanctuary? I'm like, uh, really? You think that's the problem? He says, honey, you complain about that woman all the time. And he had met her. He's a very good person to, to read people. Right, right. And so um, I didn't want to just quit. I wanted to ease into the quitting Right. I was going to have a, a conversation with her and talk about what, you know, I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll cut down instead of, work, you know, volunteering. Um, I, I think she had asked me if I could give her 20 hours a week, but she was constantly calling me and asking me outside of those 20 hours to do right. more. So I wanted to reel her back in and say I'd work maybe 15 hours a week and then go down to 10, and then, you know, whittle it down, and then eventually just walk away. Because I don't believe in quitting something that I believe in. Right. And I did believe in that sanctuary, which has now gone under. It's, it's defunct. However, I called her up one day, 
in October, and I said, hey, lady, um, you got a minute? I really need to talk with you. She goes, I don't have time to talk to you until after the 5K. Well, the 5K was in February. Okay. I said, oh, okay, then I quit. I just want to let you know I'm not going to be here, so you might want to come by and pick up all your stuff, which was, you know, tents and and tables and chairs and stuff to sell at events. So here I am storing all of her stuff for free, and she didn't have time to talk to me for three months. No, no, no. That that doesn't happen. No. So I, I, I called Jennifer, and I told her what had happened, and she goes, okay, then I'm quitting too. I said, you don't have to quit because I quit. She goes, Mary, I can't stand that woman. She said, she's been driving me crazy. She, she doesn't appreciate the work that I've done. She never says thank you. And now she's begging me to create some kind of brochure for her. Uh, she said, I'm just not going to bother with it. So I said, oh, okay. And I, I you know, kind of sat down like, well, what's next? So a couple of weeks later, Jennifer and I were talking about it. And we just said, hey, let's go to lunch and just play around with some ideas and do some brainstorming about what we can do next that might be beneficial, you know, to make us feel better and do something good. Now, let me interrupt for a second, Mary. Did you not have any kind of fallback or Jennifer as well? From that woman? Yeah, from the job you were leaving. Well, it was it was a volunteer job. It was a volunteer position in but a no kind animal of sanctuary. In, that, in, I gotcha. I gotcha. And, and I guess she'd had such a major turnover of volunteers, she right. just was used to it. Right. And I I had been in some of her um, meetings where um, people just would get up and walk out of a meeting and quit. Right on the spot. That's terrible. Because of how how harsh and abrasive she was. That's terrible. No, that's, I, yeah. I, I understand. People don't appreciate other people, and they don't they don't know how to respond. So Jennifer and I went to lunch. We actually went to lunch in Sebastian. We were sitting out over the water on a uh, restaurant over the water. Beautiful day in October. Was it? Yeah, I think it was in October. Oh, it was, must have been that same month that we did this. So anyway, we um, went to lunch, and, you know, we were saying, hey, you know, you're a good designer. You're a good editor. We've helped other organizations win awards. Why don't, why don't we write our own magazine? And they said, yeah, why don't we? So we said, let's do it. And... You know me, I'm a writer, so I'm going to always have a notepad and pen around. So I'm sitting there, we're taking down notes and coming up with some ideas. And we knew that you know, the, the next market, the, the big market, is millennials. So we wanted to appeal right. to millennials, and we were trying to think of millennial terms. What, what, what the millennials <laughs> say to each other, you know? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so we were just coming up with all these crazy ideas and making up words kind of on the spot. And I remember so clearly, I put down my spoon or my my, my pen, and Jennifer put down her fork, and we just kind of leaned across the table at each other and said, "Whatever we do, it has to be unique." In Perfect synchronicity. Oh, perfect. So we knew the name of the magazine was going to be Be Unique. Right. But we also knew that you can't spell it like it sounds. It can't be like a phrase. Like, you know, it's not going to be two words, Be Unique. It had to be one word. And how could it look? And how you know how would people know what B U N E K E is? It's been called a lot of things, usually Beneki, but um, you know it's been called <laughs> a lot of different things. <laughs> what? I was laughing at B U N E K E. B U N E K E. I hadn't heard that before. You've never heard Beneki? No. So you're you're saying B U N E K E, right? Because you know a B U N E K E. 
But people right. don't see it that way. They say Bunecki. Bunecki. And some people just look at it and go, uh, I don't have a clue. But, but when you, you look at the, the – if you look at the logo, right. the U is the biggest letter, and it's capitalized. Everything else is lowercase right. because you – are the most important thing. And you is whoever's listening, whoever's reading. You, the individual, are the most important thing. That's and right. And also, Lynn, uh, Lynn, uh, what, is, uh, what is her last name? Um, anyway, Lynn. North. Is, uh, our co-founder, she came on board a little bit later, but she all, she's a co-founder as well. And she likes to say, it's all about you. It's all about us. Uh, it's all about the universe. Right. So we came up with this way of spelling, be unique, that is, you know, the logo is as important as the phrase. Right. Well, I think so the ideas we, behind it are just it. as important, though. And, and you, were, you were talking about with Jennifer – about how to appeal to millennials, uh, my question is: How did you how did you um, come to the conclusion of making be unique an organization that is not only you know educational but inspiring? I mean, those are two very <clears throat> very I don't want to say vague. I want to say very obscure in, in in appeal to millennials. Don't you think? No, I don't because. Okay. Millennials, most of the, uh, the majority of the millennials currently, I mean, some of the millennials are aging out a little bit, but uh, Jennifer has four millennials as children. Right. She gave birth to four millennials. And the youngest one, is, I believe, is still in college. And I think all the older boys have all graduated. Okay. But the Unique is four years old, almost five. Well, we're going into our fifth year. So think four Thanks. years ago, 2018, she had four kids in college. Yeah, wow. And they're all millennials. So, and, right. and they were very determined to get their degrees and to make something of their lives. So we're thinking, okay, well, millennials see the value of education. And education is a very... Um, it's an all-encompassing term. You yes. can educate people in a variety of means. You don't have to have a structured school setting to be an educational organization. You just right. have to provide the materials that do educate. So we, we knew ahead of time that whatever we did – we. We didn't go out, we didn't set out to be a nonprofit, but we did set out to be an inspiring, we wanted right. to create a, um, a literary magazine. We wanted to create something that was going to be positive and beautiful. And that is right. one thing that I hear all the time um, from people when they first see the magazine, they just can't get over how visually appealing it is. And Mary's not Jennifer kidding. Are, if you don't believe that, go to beunique.org and look at those magazines. They are absolutely stunning. And they're also Every interactive, page. too. Every yes. page is either animated or has something that you can click and go to. In fact, all of our for Be Unique Brevard, which is our newest um, product, we have uh, maybe had 18 or so distribution sites. We drop these magazines off each right. quarter, and they get picked up from a number of people. Um, everybody who lets us distribute our magazines gets a live link to their website. So if you want to know something about the Key Lime right. Company, Florida Key Lime Company, which is one of our biggest distributors, you go to beunique.org, click the link that says Florida Key Lime, it takes you straight to their website. You don't have to go, is this the right one? You know, right. uh, 
the, the dinosaur store and Museum of Ancient Cultures is another one. And we've got a link to their website, at least I, I think so. It's a, new, it's a new site, so it may not have the link yet. Um, okay. But we knew that we wanted it to be beautiful and positive. We mm. knew that we wanted to tell stories that made us feel good. Because when we had worked on the newspaper together, a lot of the things that we did felt like I felt like busy work to me. You just got to fill a spot here, just put right. something there. Uh, we attended a lot of ribbon cuttings, which is fine, but there's only so much you can say at a ribbon cutting. <laughs> we we she Jennifer and I both found that we really dug our teeth into something about nonprofits. And we found this also true with Act Like a Child and Act Like a Pro. When we interviewed these right. actors and found out, hey, I, every Saturday I go with my mom and we work at the soup kitchen. Or once a month I go and I hand out goodie bags to the homeless people. Right. Or what, you know, We just really vibrated, resonated, if you will, with those kinds of people. So right. one of the things that we said that we would do, and this was very early on. I had not even thought about drafting up a business plan, which eventually I did. And once okay. we got the business plan set and we're ready to rock and roll, we incorporated. But prior to coming up with the spelling of the name and finding a domain available for us, we right. said, Okay, well, we're going – now, bear in mind that we were thinking this is going to be a for-profit organization. So we said, okay, well, we're going to have to agree because we both knew we wanted to have um, a way to be – a way to express our charitable natures. We wanted to have a philanthropic arm to the organization. So – Jennifer sat down, made up a list. I sat down and made up a list. And then I put both of those lists into a spreadsheet, sorted it so that I could compare. I think hers was in blue and mine was in green of all colors. But, um, and I say that because those are the, the colors of our logo, blue and green. Right. We, I started out with a list from Jennifer about 200 um, charities. 200 nonprofits, and I had about 200. I put them together. We had a list of 150 that matched. Wow. Wow. So we narrowed our list down from 400 to 200 or 150. And we said, oh, that's still a lot. If we publish, you know, if we do one a month and we make, you know, if we make $50 uh, profit, then we'll give. $5 $5 to who? What do, how do we decide? Because there were so many things that we felt passionate about. Right. You know, the, the, the garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean. Right. They call it the Great Garbage Patch. Uh, Big we plastic. felt very, very um, passionate about people not using single-use plastic. Right. We felt passionate about upcycling and recycling and no litter and homeless and hungry and save the animals, save the whales. Which animal should we save? You know, there's, there's an organization for every animal out there. And what about orphans and homeless children and abused women and abused animals and, you know, Therapy for veterans, you know, it's like the list goes on and on and on. Brevard right, County right. is alone. It's just one county in Florida. has over 1,600 charities. Wow. So how do you choose which one? And I was complaining about this to Curtis, and he said, well, why don't you become an organi- a, a, a nonprofit? I'm like, uh, <laughs> click. <laughs> Yeah. No, it wasn't like click. I'm like, that's easy no. for you to say. 
I thought <laughs> okay. it was going to be hard to be. I thought it was going to be difficult to become a nonprofit. It's not. It's really easy. The hard part. Right. It comes. The hard part comes after you incorporate. I mean, really and truly, all you have to do, according to the IRS, is put oh, in them. The be- yes. at, at the beginning of your incorporation, when you go to the state to incorporate as an organization, you must put in there, uh, Be Unique intends to form a nonprofit organization, and um, if we should um, – disband or I, this is another word but if you basically if we break, if the band breaks up we promise to give our money to another nonprofit okay. any 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 proceeds that are left over in other words you can't just go out and have a party at the end of the day right. so that's pretty much all that's involved pay a few fees and uh, with the state it gets a little crazier because you have to um, register to solicit charitable donations and, and we're learning all this as we go. There's a lot to be done. Right. But none, no one thing is difficult. It's just when you add it all together, it gets heavy. Like, you know, one more straw to put on the camel's back. Right. It's, it's, um, but it's been a joy ride ever since. An absolute joy. Would and, you say that you and Jennifer, though, you know, coming together had already clicked on having the same ideas? Were you uniform with what she was thinking? Were you uniform with what she wanted to do with the magazine? Oh, with the magazine, absolutely. There, there's okay. almost been no divergence. I mean, there are times that one of us will say, hey, we should cover this story. Or what do you think about doing a story on this person? And the other one will kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't get a good vibe on that. So we'll either uh, convince the other or we'll back off because we don't ever want anything to be in there that we're not both in 100% agreement on. Right. And there, there You're are so causes. passionate about this, though, and you, you've had to be, you know, had to have been inspired. Is, do you think inspiration is something that happens to you early on in life and directs the way you move through life? Or is it something that could happen at any time, later, middle? Or, I mean, is there something you think that the happens? The answer to early- your question is yes. <laughs> okay. I, don't think, I don't think there's an either or. I okay. think it's all of the above. There are – okay, and I'll, the reason I say this is I uh, – we're getting ready to do a, an article about a young man. It's a short, short little article. Right. Um, a young boy. He's nine years old. Okay. Who's always, according to his mother, always picked up litter. But now he's taking it to another level. We did oh, an entire magazine. What was your question? What's he doing? How's he taking it up? He's – He's, um, instead of just picking up a little piece of trash here and there and sticking it in his pocket and his mom finding it in the wash, um, he put on a pair of gloves, got a little grabber and a bag, and took his mom and his three-year-old sister for a walk in the neighborhood, and he picked up four pounds of trash in one what day. A, what a great story. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Well, I think... It's time for Be Unique to create a, a column called, uh, I don't know, either Gotcha, someone to watch, or Be Unique caught you doing good. You know, something. Um, and I, I would love to find stories all over the place about, you know, just one story each, four times a year, four stories a year, um, about somebody who's just doing something because it's the right thing to do. In 2018, we did an entire issue. I think it was same size we're doing now. Because we, okay. we started out with 20 pages, moved up to 32, and at one point we were doing 78 pages. Wow. We backed down to 32 because it's really a, kind of like the sweet spot for publishing and right. printing. And, and people like that size. It gives us right. 
enough room for advertisers and sponsors and enough room for stories. But um, we did an entire issue on children that are out there just doing what they do. And they've been passionate about it for years. Right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something. I'm going to actually look up the magazine and tell you who's in it. Because okay. I, think it's, I think it's really important mm-hmm. to, for people to know these kids. Uh, I will say there's a little boy, I can't remember his first name, but he was three years old. And they called him the Little Litter Hero. <laughs> and Jennifer finds these amazing people on Instagram. She found right. this, the little nine-year-old, she found him in, um, in her neighborhood, actually. Mm. I got a question for you oh, before I, I, before I, I go any farther. Sure. Yeah. What do swim flippers, popsicles, and trampolines have in common? I have no idea. They were all invented by children. That I did not know. And these were a long time ago. So uh, I got this is in that same issue. These are things that were invented by children. The Braille reading system. The Braille reading system was invented by a child? A 12 year old. Unbelievable. A 15-year-old invented electric Christmas light. I did not know that. A 5-year-old, his name was Robert Patch, created the first toy truck. Superman comics were written by two teenagers. Earmuffs were invented by a 15-year-old. An 11-year-old created a walkie. It's called the water talkie. It's like a walkie-talkie for talking underwater. That's amazing. And you know what, Mary? You just answered my question because you hear stories like that of kids doing these things, inventing these things, creating these things, and you can't help but be inspired. Because that's Did you that know that a amazing. 14-year-old invented something called the hot seat? It's a sensor to alert parents if the baby is still in the car. Oh, that's amazing. A 14-year-old invented that. But this magazine, that was, that was like one of our first, like the introduction to the magazine. What are these right. kids doing? We had, right. on the cover of this magazine was a young lady. Well, at the time, I think she was, well, she was nine years old when she founded an organization called Chloe Cares. So she was 11 when we wrote this story. She's about 15 now. She wants people to put homeless people in their bubble. She works out in L.A. with homeless people, and she just recently founded uh, another – she's been working toward this for a long time, and people can um, pay for these machines. They're vending machines. You can sponsor them and help her pay for them for homeless women, or I guess any woman can use them, um, they're feminine hygiene products. <clears throat> That's one of, the, one of the hardest things for homeless women to maintain. Certainly, certainly. And this young lady has brought fresh water to children in Ghana. She now oh. owns, I think, uh, two acres. She's a landowner. At 11 years old, Chloe Thompson owns land in Ghana. Wow. You know, as as we we get down to our last 10 minutes with the show, I want to ask you this. If a person's out there and they're feeling, well, let's say they're feeling non-inspired, what do you recommend or what do you think are good avenues to follow? To become inspired, to become motivated, to become you know excited about well, things or want to do things. That's one of the things. That's something that people tell me. Be unique does. You pick up a copy of Be Unique, whether you read it online or you have a physical copy, or even if you just go to our website. I have a friend. It was interesting. I 
I knew of her. She's my husband's attorney's wife. I had heard her name, may have talked to her on the phone, never spoke with her for years and years and years. But when I finally did meet her, she said, I've always been inspired by what's on your website, what you put on Facebook. I said, what I put on Facebook, I'm just sharing from Be Unique. It's not me. It's, it's, it's what Jennifer puts out there. If you follow Be Unique magazine on any of our social media, you can be inspired. If you want, uh, to, to me, sometimes if I am feeling uninspired, I will close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths, thereby inspiring. I'm bringing in the spirit. Um, right. Or I'll go for a walk. But definitely find something positive to change your focus, especially if you're feeling that your world is, is filled with negativity and you want to get inspired right. to make a difference. For crying out loud, go pick up, what number was this? Issue, oh, now I have to go backwards. I think it's issue, oh, it's issue seven of the okay. magazine. There are stories about a kid who started his own recycling company when he was three. There's a 17-year-old who, who became, he started a, a company called Happy Company, or the Happy mm. Org, uh, to teach children in inner cities how to eat healthy. There's... Um, Let's see, what else have we got in here? Just, oh, a little girl, Bella, she started sewing. I don't remember. She's six or seven years old, maybe. Started sewing uh, something, Bella's Blessings. I think they're bags. Um, oh, no, no. She didn't want children to feel embarrassed because they didn't have lunch money. So she sold, she, create, she sewed something. I, I'm trying to figure out what it is. And sold them. And made $1,100 she gave to her school so that if there was a child who didn't have lunch money, this fund would cover it. This child called Hannah Testa out of Georgia. She has worked with legislators. Uh, She's all about, you know, good, clean water and trying to make the planet safer and cleaner. Oh, just amazing. You know, you Tammy, hear stories like this. Sammy Vance oh, and little and her buddy benches. Have you heard about that? No, no. Oh my God, you You need to go back and read. Be unique. I do. Seriously, go. I do. And you're, go you're read issue serious. seven if you don't read anything else. You're absolutely. Sammy Vance was nine years old and she was shy and lonely. And she couldn't make friends because she was so shy. And she told her mom, I wish there was a, a way I could let people know that I, I want to be a friend, but I don't know how. So she came up with this idea to collect plastic bottle caps, like from water or a Coke bottle or a juice bottle, recycle them, and they're made into benches that are called buddy benches. If you sit on the bench, that means come talk to me. I'm alone. And she has won so many awards and has been on so many TV shows. She is now basically a public speaker. Oh, man, that's amazing. She's, yeah, she's 12 years old, and she's doing phenomenal compared to what she was back in the day. That is amazing. So there isn't any reason why really, that someone can't find inspiration or can't be motivated. And if they are, and if they find themselves, you know, empty in that area, be unique. Beunique.org. That is an amazing story. Those are an amazing group of stories, and I can't see how anybody could not be inspired by hearing stories like this, especially for children. You know, we discount them so much. But well, the, uh, it's one of the things Sammy says is anybody can be. I think it's Sammy. Anybody can do good, or anybody can be kind. You don't. You don't have to be an adult or something like that. I forget how she phrases right. it. 
Uh, but we've, we've got other stories in other magazines about not just children. There are older people that are doing phenomenally. There, uh, oh, another great issue is uh, issue 11. It's uh, all about people. Well, we did this thing. I know we're running out of time, but I'm going to keep talking. Go. Um, <laughs> we did a thing called Be the Change. 2019 we wanted to we weren't we didn't feel like we were old enough or established enough to have a volunteer of the year for be unique so what we did is we reached out to all of the um, local volunteer or local charities I say all we didn't reach out to all of them I think I ran out of time after I hit about 300, but I invited them personally to nominate someone, and we had 10 categories plus an international category. And we celebrated volunteers from these different organizations. And they they dealt with veterans and animals and children, homelessness, hungry, environmental, that's six. So there were four more. I can't remember what all they were. But we had a phenomenal outpouring of um, just charity from businesses. I reached out to, to, I I don't even know how I found them all. Some of them were people that we had featured in other issues, you know, businesses Mm -hmm. that had a Mm -hmm. charitable outlook. And I just wrote to them and I said, hey, we're doing this event. Would you donate something for our gift baskets to give to these, um, the winners of this award ceremony? Everybody who won an award, I will say everybody but the international guy. The international guy got some physical things, but he also got most right. gift certificates simply because of postage. But everybody who was there walked home with a large basket full of things. It's all I could say. There were a lot of books, a lot of gift certificates, because we had authors who sent books. But they aren't just any old book. They were really good books. Right. I'll give you three guesses how much those baskets were worth, and the first two don't count. <laughs> $100? My too low? Higher. $500? Oh, I'm way low. Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Try fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred dollars. Wow. Fifteen hundred dollars. Man. Don't ask me to do the math, please, Mary. <laughs> Times it's a, ten. It's it, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. That's uh you know what the other ingredient is. That's that's <laughs> You know, the other ingredient, it sounds like, though, with inspiration is also finding community and finding other people and finding those people that can strengthen your ideas and your your passions and your wants of what you want to do. And I don't and think... And there again, go to BeUnique.org. Because, you know, I hear over and over again when people, when we first started... The word tribe was a big deal. That was the, the trending word. Now yeah. people are saying, I found my family. I was going to say, um, I would never describe it as a tribe um, because not only do the stories pour off the page as family-oriented, but also working, working with Be Unique and also reading Be Unique and also all of the other media produced by Be Unique has been a family environment and a family welcoming. And sometimes we get confused about what family is, but we know how it feels. And that is exactly what Be Unique is all about, is family. Because each of us plays off of the other and finds our strengths and strengthens our weaknesses. And I am extremely appreciative of that. And if you want to be inspired, ladies and listening, please go to BeUnique.org. You'll find not only inspiration, motivation, 
but you're you're also a part of the family, and we welcome you. And Mary, I can't thank you enough for being on the show tonight because you know what? I'm inspired. What? I'm inspired. Yay. So I appreciate it. All right, well, that's about all the time we have for Unscripted this evening. I would really, really like to thank my very special co-host, Mary Brotherton, my Brotherton, for being on it. That's right. And uh, we hope everybody has a wonderful week, and we hope everybody comes back next Thursday night at 9 o'clock, and we'll have another very exciting guest. And uh, we look forward and if you to that don't, guest. I'll be here again. And hey, that's the guest. All right. Well, Mary, again, thank you so much. Everybody have a great evening. Talk to you and see you next week. Bye. Bye.